What's going on, guys? It's Lawrence Kane Jr., financial coach and host of the Abundance University podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Got a special treat for you all. Uh, did an interview with uh, author and financial. Well, she's not a financial coach. She's a life coach. Uh, Tierra Nicole. Uh, she is a phenomenal uh, young lady. Um, all of her information will be in the show notes. Uh, we also, you know, go over what she does and and really how does she help people get to their goals. So, uh, without further ado, I'll go ahead and get get right into it. I am. I think it went out a little bit. I apologize. Nah, you're fine. Just making sure you, we still got you. Um, yeah. So I want to thank you for uh, being a guest on the Abundance University podcast. I'm so excited to get into this interview, and uh, before we do so, let them know who you are, what you do, and why you do it. That is a loaded question, (laughs) but who I am, um, I'm Pierre Nicole. I am a motivational speaker and author. Um, I have three books published. Number four will be out in 2020. I am also a development coach, so I work one-on-one with my clients on personal and business development. And then on top of that, of course, I'm a daughter, I'm a big sister, um, I'm an auntie of like eight, number nine <laughs> is on the way, right. uh, so clearly my family's busy. I am the mother of twin angels, mm. um, so super and Christian, which ties in a lot of why I do what I do, mm-hmm. um, but I can explain a little bit about that later. Um, I'm a cheer coach. I'm a proud member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. <laughs> okay. 2010. Um, so I'm an old, I'm a old head status pending, you know, <laughs> right. coming up on nine years. So, right, right. Um, yes, uh, that that is me. I am a full time entrepreneur. I host conferences and workshops. Um, one conference coming up in Charlotte this coming September. Okay. Um, I wear many, many hats, as you can see. For sure. For um, why sure. do I do what I do? One, the biggest push, uh, when I miscarried my twins in 2016, I didn't know how, but what I knew for sure is that that pain had to have purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I walked away from them in the hospital, I made a promise to them that their life would have meaning and mm-hmm. it would not be a death in vain. And sure. so every day since I've worked very, very hard to live a life they would be proud of. And it pushes me in a way I, could, I couldn't have even fathomed. Also, I take my role as a big sister very seriously. And for me as a big sister, as well as an aunt, I feel like it's my duty to show the, the young people in my life that like the best example of black girl magic I could possibly have to provide. And I know my sister has always been looking up to me and, you know, just to be the best aunt I could possibly be as well. Um, But really a large part of my why is rooted in like using the pain that I've been through to help the next person. Right. if, if, If the pain that I've suffered through can benefit at least one person. Absolutely. It was worth going through. Absolutely. So I'm glad you really went in deep with this because a, a lot of people look at starting a business or, you know, getting into a new field and sometimes they don't feel qualified. And it's like, no, your experience 
mm-hmm. is what makes you qualified to do what you're setting out to do. You know, a right, lot of times right. when we get into entrepreneurship, it's about a passion that we have based on mm-hmm. pain that we felt, right? So when mm-hmm. I got into mm-hmm. financial coaching, it was about the pain of me being broke as a, you know, 18-year-old kid and, you know, the pain of feeling like I let myself down by not knowing this stuff, you know, and, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. we're our biggest critics. So right. um, definitely. really ultimately making yourself some profit so so i'm again appreciate it so what like what made you like obviously i know why you do what you do but what's spe- like specifically with the book so let's let's talk about the books what what are the three books that you currently have and what's the fourth one that you're releasing in 2020 well, okay. So just to give some sort of framework, when I had my first book release party, I made a promise to my quote unquote village that every year I would publish a book. So there, I mean, I literally have the first six probably already written. So mm-hmm. they're definitely just all coming. Um, however, the first book was not intended on being a book. I, on my 23rd birthday, it's, the title of the book is 23 and Finally Loving Me. Mm. Um, on my 23rd birthday, I decided to spend a full year committed to physical growth or physical health, uh, financial growth, professional development, spiritual growth, like just de- improving myself in every category. And I journaled the process because writing is therapeutic for me mm-hmm. and always has been. So that literally was just a journal, a hundred percent and stayed that way until I was 25 when I decided like, oh, this could be a book and this mm-hmm. could actually help people. The moment I decided to move forward with publishing the book, I was in a group, uh, like my church has personal development classes mm-hmm. and I was in the class and one of the women in the group, got, you know, just made an announcement. She said that her daughter had been really struggling with depression and suicide. And after, you know, just asking us to pray for her daughter and things like that. After the class, I kind of went up to her and said, you know, I've dealt with depression and suicide for a good majority of my life. Like if there's anything I can do to help or support, please let me know. About mm. a week later, she called and said that her daughter had been date raped and it triggered her suicidal attempt and she had been hospitalized for this mm. her reason for her call was she was like I don't know what to say I don't know what to do I feel like everything I'm doing is pushing her further away can you help and in that conversation we probably talked for like an hour and a half but in that conversation I was able to explain it in a way that she couldn't understand because she had never dealt with depression or suicide and mm. so I was able to say things that her daughter couldn't in that moment and that also things that I couldn't when I was going through it. Right. You know, I wish my mother would have known. I wish my mother would have done. When she said this, maybe she was ex- trying to communicate this. Or maybe you can try to do this. Or, you know, just really helping her just, like, translate almost. Right. 
And yeah. at the end of the conversation, she was like, oh my God, like I need to call her and apologize. And I, the best piece of advice I could have on like a generic standpoint is two things. A lot of times when people are hurting, we want to give them solutions. Ask them, what do you need from me? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people when they're struggling don't have the strength to self-advocate and say, no, 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 that's not what I need. Right. But they know what they need. And all if you simply ask, I see you're struggling. I want to support you. What do you need from me? And listen for that answer. Because, and I even had that conversation. I said, had my mother ever asked me? I was like, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to lay around in the bed and watch movies with my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the, the question was never asked. It was always the solutions being presented. And when you're going through it, like that's not what you truly need in that moment. You don't need logic. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, just not what you need. Right. So, um, you know, if you're ever wanting to support someone who's going through it, it's always best to ask them what they need. And if you don't have anything to say, don't say anything. Sometimes literally just showing up is enough. Absolutely. And it's it's funny because, you know, you said you're a cheer coach and, and I'm a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got I, I have a couple guys who I know what they need to work on. And instead of me, when we get in the gym, tell them what they should be working on. Mm-hmm. I ask them, what do you feel like you need to work need on? To today? Work on. Right. Right. That, sure. that you feel like if you did, if you got better at this, you would be a better player. And again, like you said, we know what we need, but nobody really asks us the question of what can they do to what help me? So exactly. yeah, I be. I mean, I really love that. I I think, man, this is it is it, just really, it's really great to hear that, because in, in such a time like this, right, we're recording this after you know the El Paso and the Dayton mm-hmm. um, shootings. I think it was another one that just happened, and I'm in Cincinnati, so I'm very close to Dayton. Dayton is literally 40 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, with everything that's going on in our country, it's just, we we just need people to to open up arms and, and be willing to accept what people are actually asking for. But until we ask the question, you know, and, and that relates to even our finances, right? Like, we sometimes don't get asked what is it that we actually need. You know, we right. need somebody that can just help us, you know, stick to our budget, right? So don't ask me, exactly. you know, to go to the show or go to the, you know, go to, you know, shopping with yeah, you because you know I have a problem. It's accountability, exactly. <laughs> so exactly, you know, that's that's really that's really good. So so with that, yeah, so, um, oh, just really quick, I'll recap yeah. the the other two. So the first book is basically that journey, like the transition into adulthood, dealing with baggage figuring it all out. Um, the second book is about perseverance and like, it's called When Life Gives You Lemons. So it's like, what do you do when life actually gives you lemons? Mm-hmm. Um, and then my third book is called Life After Loss. And it's a step-by-step guide to surviving the grief of miscarriage, but also supporting people through it. So like when I was going through my experience, I realized there was very little information about how to deal with that grief and also for my family members who wanted to be of support 
they didn't know what to say, what to do, how to be, because they had never dealt with it. So those are the three books. <laughs> sure, sure. And then what? Where, where can we actually get the books? Yes. So they're all on Amazon as well as my website. Um, so my website is www.nicolesnetwork.net, N-I-C-O-L-E-S Network. Okay, perfect, perfect. And I'll put that in, in the show notes as well so people can go to the direct link. I mean, I know it's on Amazon, but uh, we no, need to I go to the direct link so we can get all of the coins. So uh, hey, hello. No, that's dope. I mean, obviously, I have my book, Money Sees 30 Financial Principles, and I have a few books up my sleeve that, that I'm about to drop soon as well. So, I mean, it's just big, you know, and, and, and let, let's kind of go. I want to transition into um, really the, the strategy, right? What, what's, what's one strategy that we can use to get closer to the goal, whether it's writing a book, whether it's overcoming, um, you know, that depression, you know, what, what are some strategies, what, what's one strategy that you, you can think of that, that can help us get closer to that? So, I know you're asking for one. Can <laughs> I get more? I, it won't be that many, but I want, let's say three. Can I, get, can I get three? Absolutely. Beautiful. So, the first one is really rooted in strategic goal setting. So we talk about smart goals, like specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely, right? Mm -hmm. But how often are we verbalizing our goals in that capacity? Mm -hmm. We'll say things like, I want to lose weight. If you lost one pound, congratulations, you've met your goal. But you don't feel like you met your goal, even though technically speaking, you did. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely being really, really strategic with goal setting. Um is, is absolutely the foundational step. Um, the second step, I would say, is accountability. Like, if I had to pick one strategy, it would definitely be accountability. Accountability is a game changer. Mm -hmm. 2017 was probably the most productive year I've ever experienced in my life. And it was because I had a financial accountability partner, had a fitness accountability partner, spiritual, business professional because I was still working like a quote-unquote regular job mm -hmm. I had an emotional accountability partner through my therapist I had my best friend who was holding me accountable on all cylinders like I literally had a accountability partner for every area of my life now could I have accomplished goals without accountability sure because I'm a very self-driven hard-working person however the thing about accountability is knowing that someone has permission to ask the tough questions pushes you in a different way. Mm -hmm. So when I say, I don't feel like going to the gym and my best friend is like, stop playing and go to the gym. Yeah. Now that's not her personal goal, but because we care about each other and still the reverse of that is true too. Like we hold each other. So right now my, my best friend is like my accountability partner for everything. Um, but because of that, I'm constantly looking for like, who can hold me accountable to reach this goal. Now, granted, that one person doesn't have to hold you to the standard for everything. Right. If you know someone who's great with finances, let them just care about the finances. Absolutely. If you know for business accountability partners, you have to be willing to pay for a coach. Point blank, 
period. Like, there's just no way around it. Mm-hmm. And when you outgrow that coach, you find a new one. Um, but there's just, you don't know what you don't know when it comes to, to business things. So that's why I think paying for a coach is definitely helpful. Um, but any area that you're struggling to accomplish a goal, find someone who has either done it or is working towards a similar goal. So peer accountability or like someone who's at that place where you want to get to, mm-hmm. but just having someone like with fitness, that is probably my Achilles heel. Like now that I've just moved back to Charlotte, I already was like, listen, you're going to be my workout partner because you're always in the gym. And for me, I just need somebody who's going to say, I didn't see you at the gym today. Right, right. What's going on? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh-huh. Set an effective goal. Step two, accountability. Step three, do the work. Like, point blank, period. Mm. Your goals mean nothing if you don't actually put in the work. And this is someone who, even with working a full-time job, when I was my most recent employer, I worked upwards of 50 hours a week and would still put in 15 to 30 hours in my business every week. And I know this because I clock in and out to hold myself accountable. Absolutely. Since I've stepped away from that full-time position, I've been averaging like 60 hours a week. Now, does it feel like it? No. But like, I still have that work ethic that like, until my goals are accomplished, I don't need to stop. Now, Mm -hmm. I do believe in rest. So every Sunday is my day of rest, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely believe in rest. However, um, I also am very clear about, like, I'll bust my ass for six days and then rest on the seventh. For sure. No, I mean, first of all, you were preaching to the choir when you talked about (laughs) The, the the example with losing one pound, right? Mm-hmm. Like I say that all the time. P- stop saying that you want to make more money because if you make a dollar more, I literally use one dollar. It was so crazy. Yeah. You said one pound. Like I'm like, wow, that's yeah. crazy. Like goal accomplished. Do you right. feel satisfied? Do you feel better? No. Then get more specific. <laughs> all right, man. right. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so you know those smart goals, the accountability. And, and the work, oh, my goodness, that is literally the secret sauce. But, again, mm-hmm. if it was easy, everybody would do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but the biggest Can I piece, add one more thing? Absolutely. This is like a bonus. It's not like a full step. <laughs> the bonus for me has been, like, find what you're naturally good at and then learn everything you can learn about it. Mm -hmm. So for me, like, I look at, like, Beyonce. She, if you listen to, like, Destiny's Child, like, the first Destiny's Child album, the rest of them, like, it, there was not much of a difference. But she took her natural and raw talent and bust her ass every day for the past, like, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And now, and whereas the converse of that, so, like, Kelly, right? No shade to Kelly, but the work ethic is very visibly different, and Kelly has been right by her side since day one. Right. right. And you can see the clear, you can see like it starts to just, like just the separation, mm-hmm. little by little, inch by inch. Right. Um, and I think Kobe Bryant was talking about it, where he was saying how 
he practices like four times a day, whereas most people practice like twice a day. Yep. And he's like literally over time, like by the time you look up and realize that I beat you, you can never catch me at that point. You can't. Because I've literally doubled your work mm-hmm. simply by waking up early and going to bed a little bit late. Like he works through, he talks through like his schedule. And like it, he wasn't working ridiculous hours. Like it's, you know, just regular hours. Yeah. Two hour windows, two, three hour windows. But find what you're good at and then work really, 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 really hard to perfect your craft. Beyonce did Coachella. It was a two-hour performance, and she worked eight months Absolutely. to make it what it was. Mm-hmm. And that was two months after delivering twins. Yep. Yeah, the Coachella, the, the, the Coachella piece alone is crazy. Like, just yeah. just that that part of Beyonce's career alone, mm-hmm. you know, the after mm-hmm. twins, getting, yeah. getting back in, into crazy shape right um and and she she did it you know and that's what it that's what we that's what we have to you got to be willing one of my mentors he talks about being hungry right and and it's Mm -hmm. like man if you're if you're not if you're not just going hunting and, and and like walking down your goals it's it's just not gonna happen man so man this was this is really good i'm super excited for those listening to this because you're not just saying what to do you're saying the why and really the the reason that people don't achieve goals is because mm-hmm. they don't have these things in their life number one and then number two if they do have it it's not really something that they focus on every single day you know and, and being one thing that I would add to everything that you said that that's already been beautifully said is can, how can you sustain this over a certain a long period of time right like you said that mm-hmm. every year you're writing a book and that takes consistent effort and intentions mm-hmm. with your time and i just sat down with the life coach and my routine was something that i had to get a grip on so these la- this, last week and then even up until today I've been very productive with my time and I'm starting mm-hmm. to generate way more revenue per day than I was beforehand because I'm being intentional. So those of you listening to me and Tierra understand that you have to, you have to go in with a, a mindset that you're going to dominate your goals. Because mm-hmm. you, it's no other way around. You're not just going to, it's not going to come to you. You have to dominate and you have to dominate every single day as if, that's the only day you have, which in, in really, when you look at it, it is. So, Tia, yeah. I really appreciate you. I'm, I want you to um, really um, leave us with, you know, just, you know, give give us that, that, that one go-to lesson, principle, sentence, affirmation. And be, but before you do that, I want you to let everybody know where they can find you on social media or your website. Yes. So my website um, is Nicole'sNetwork.net, N-I-C-O-L-E-S Network.net. Um, I am on YouTube and Facebook under the name Nicole's Network uh, with an apostrophe S because, um, you know, grammar is important. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, on Instagram, it is at 
I am underscore Tierra Nicole. Um, I'm very active on Instagram more than anything, just because like hashtag millennial. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So my um, yes, Instagram is probably my favorite. I am on all platforms. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. You know, like I'm everywhere you need me to be, but Absolutely. Instagram is my preferred. Um, so definitely shoot me a message. I like whatever. If you see something on there, and I post every single day, so I'm very consistent with my inspirational messages. Uh, Twitter also has a lot of daily inspiration, which is at I am Sierra Nicole. The underscore is at the end for Twitter. Um, so yes, message me if you have any personal questions. My email address is admin at nicolesnetwork.net. Um, and you can also schedule a free consultation. If you do need a development coach, please uh, visit nicolesnetwork.net slash consultation to schedule a free consultation. I'm currently accepting M space for about three to five more clients on my list. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting very, very soon because when once this conference comes, those slots are definitely going to get booked up. So definitely, you know, get on my list now. Uh-huh. Um, one thing that I, this is, this is so hard. One thing that I would leave you with is the, the guiding mantra that I live by, which for the past two years, I have run my business in this capacity and it is earn your sleep. Hear me clearly. I love sleep. Sleep is one of my best friends. However, every single day, without fail, I will do something that benefits my business and benefits my goals, or I will not go to sleep. Now, granted, again, I love sleep. So all throughout the day, I'm constantly thinking, what do I need to get done today to go to sleep? Some days, it's a 10-hour day. On my day of rest, it's usually like 30 minutes. Like It might be checking my emails or planning my social media or something fun, right? Uh, because I do believe in, in having a day where you just don't do anything out of obligation. So those are the days I usually do like the fun stuff for my business. But every single day, earn your sleep and it builds momentum. And it builds a type of momentum where like one day, like in the Kobe Bryant example, like one day people will look up and be like, wait, we started at the same point. How did you get there? Mm-hmm. And I think when I look at the fact that I'm three years into my business and I kind of consider this year like my bamboo season, um, which really quickly I'll go into that. So bamboo takes, it grows underground for three to five years. Mm-hmm. And you don't even see anything. And then the moment it starts to grow above ground, it grows exponentially. I think it's like a foot like an hour or something crazy like that Mm -hmm. and the concept behind that is like you put in the work you water the plant you show up every day you do what you're supposed to do and then no one knows you like you look crazy for three years Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden people are like oh shit like you out here working working i'm like i've been working for three years but thanks (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you're noticing now you know Right. Um, but I think even with like the fact that I'm on book number three, people are like, wait, 
I'm still thinking about putting out a book. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm like, I'm very action oriented. Yep. Like, that's it. We could talk about it all day long, but mm-hmm. at the same time, what you do is the only thing that matters. Exactly. Exactly. Sow them seeds. You got to plant Hello. the seeds, man. So this was good, man. I mean, I feel like me and you can talk all day. We probably can. <laughs> so, so um, again, thank you for uh, being a part of the Abundance University podcast. Tier, I really, I really admire you. I love what you do. Um, obviously, we connected on Instagram, and I mean, yeah. when I see you post, I'm like, all right, let me go and get to what I need to because exactly, <laughs> you can do what I can. So, um, but so, that's what accountability is. Like, mm-hmm. even though you and I don't have an official accountability relationship. Right. If you surround yourself with people doing the right thing, yep. it rubs off. And like when I think about, like so many people are like, oh, social media is so horrible for you and it's a waste mm-hmm. of your time. I'm like, actually, no. When you're following the right people, yep. it's inspiration, Absolutely. it's motivation, it gets you going. Like I, listen, block, delete, repeat. Mm-hmm. And do that for anybody who's not benefiting your goals. Absolutely. Or at least being productive in theirs. Mm-hmm. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. So, yeah, we're we're on the same page, and I look forward to, um, you know, being able to support your business. If you're listening to this and you need Tierra's help, please reach out to her. She does free consultations and, and take advantage of that. So go to her website, hit her up on Instagram, because she's always on there. And, yes, and I definitely am. <laughs> And definitely get to your spot um and and continue to focus